Good morning, everyone. Hope you guys are having a fantastic Friday and uh, end of the week for normal people, but uh, the beginning of the great working weekend uh, that it is to be an entrepreneur. And so um, in the last 24 hours, I had a lot of people reach out, obviously, because of the book stuff that we launched. Um, and I had a few questions that came up kind of repeatedly, and I figured, and I, and I gave some long paragraph answers. And I was like, you know what, it might be worth making um, you know, a podcast slash video about it. And so um, three questions that came up, these were kind of the themes of them. One was, you know, what keeps you motivated? Um, why, like, why do you keep pushing if you already have, you know, what you need, you know, from a financial standpoint? The next one was like, as you're, as you're growing the business and everything gets bigger and the, and the world gets louder, um, how do you keep from being overwhelmed, right? And then, you know, the follow-up to that was like, how do you stay focused on your goals? And so I wanted to break down, because I think each of those is somewhat different. Um, and I wanted to break down some of the things that, you know, I've gone through or that, that have evolved in my thinking um, and approaching those things that have really helped me. And so um, the first one, what keeps you motivated? I want to keep this really real with you. Um, I'm, I have the, the picture, the paint that I paint, like the vision of what I, like where we want Gym Launch to go, what we want to do in the world. Um, and uh, for those of you who don't know, the very big 10,000 foot view picture of what I'm trying to do and what we're trying to do at Gym Launch is actually uh, significantly bigger than gyms. And so I got into the fitness business because I, I, you know, I fitness changed my life. Um, and so and it was honestly, it was the only thing that I really knew how to do. And so that's what I sold because people started paying me for it. So I, I wasn't like, as like, this was my grand plan all the time. It was like, well, people are already starting to ask me for advice and it's getting to the point where people want you know, I don't have enough time. Like I, I need to start charging stuff. Right. But that was like, so I am passionate about fitness, but what we're trying to do big picture is, as Uber transformed the transportation industry, it wasn't like the amount of education from the government that was like, we need to carpool more, like people should ride share. You know what I mean? Like that was going on for years. There were carpool lanes, but people still didn't do anything with it. The moment that transportation changed was the moment that Uber created a marketplace for it, that created an opportunity for people to be able to make an income by moving things and moving people. Once that happened, the transportation industry was transformed because a marketplace was, was created, right? And so for me, the goal is how can we create an opportunity that's significant enough that someone can make a real income uh, as a low barrier to entry so that people can get coaching and the coaches can make money doing it. And so that's, that's the big, big picture is like, how can I help fitness professionals? How can I help people coach people on weight loss? Because I mean, sure, everybody has their dogma about nutrition and training, blah, 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 but like big, big picture. Most people know what they actually need to do. They need to stop eating shit and they need to move, right? Like most people know that and they just need someone to hold them accountable. And so I'm trying to find a way to get people to create a marketplace such that people can hold people accountable and make an income from it. That is my 10,000 foot vision for what we're trying to do. But if I'm being real, that is not what motivates me day to day because that's really big pie in the sky stuff. But like when you've got legal teams and compliance and HR and you know, an ex-employee saying that you're a racist and you know what I mean? Like all sorts of shit, you know what I mean? That like, that can happen on a, like none of those things are going on, but like they have, you know what I mean? And so, um, like there's, there's a million small stressors that can, can, that can come up. So how do you, how do you, how do you wade through the shit, right? How do you, how do you push through that? And the first thing for me has been, um, and I, I mentioned this in the beginning of the book is like, I am more motivated by fear and away from pain than I am towards gain. So I personally am more fear and I'm more fear driven than I am gain driven. So like a friend of mine called me up the other day and was like, 
So it's like, he started the conversation by saying like, well, it's clear that money is not the motivator for you anymore. Right. Cause like, he's like, you're already done. Like you don't need any more money. Um, and it was like, since he said it so like point, you know, like matter of fact, I was like, I, it, it took me back for a second. And I was like, I guess you're kind of right. Like, I don't really, yeah, I don't, I'm not really doing it for the money. Um, but it's really the fear of failure. You know what I mean? The fear of, and the thing is, is like the higher you go, the more you feel fear of the fall. And so, um, if anything, like everyone around me is like, I feel like you're more driven now than you were when you started. And in some ways it's true because we're higher up the mountain and the fall would be worse. And so I'm like even more afraid of it. And so we drive harder. And so like what keeps me motivated, honestly, is fear, um, is fear of losing everything. Now, obviously we've taken, you know, steps to try and not, you know, try and protect ourselves and, you know, put things in places that are, you know, very, you know, protected and all that kind of stuff. But, but still like, and I, I'm a human being, you know, I have irrational fears. And so one of the things that drives me is that, and I know that when they, when they interviewed like uh, gold medalists, uh, invariably, one of the things that they noticed is that the people who won were not motivated by winning. They were motivated because they hated losing. And so you can be motivated whatever you want. I can tell you that for me, it probably comes from a place of fear and a little bit of anger. Um, and I, and I, I'm just being real with you. Like that's, that's what actually drives me. Um, but I try and point that in a direction that accomplishes something like really beautiful and awesome. But like, that is what drives me on a day to day to keep going. Um, so how do I stop from being overwhelmed? Which was the second like kind of theme of questions that I get with all the things that come up. Um, the biggest thing that I do is I think what of these things are under my control and what of these things are not right. And so the things that are not under my control, I immediately cut out of my like thought processes and thinking, cool, I already, already, already figured those out. They're not on my, like, I can't control those. Right. And then of the variables that I can control, okay, which of these is the most important? And then I start action plans. And the thing is, as long as I am in, as long as we have decided what the problems are and we are in process, my anxiety levels go down. The time when my anxiety spikes, um, I think you guys maybe noticed this like two or three weeks ago, I was really stressed. And it was because we had this bottleneck um, in the business and it and I, I won't get into the details, but there was, there was a series of processes and people that were, that were, put together wrong and it was just creating an enormous amount of stress for me. And I had to wait a certain period of time before I was able to take action on it. And so it was like watching a fire burn and not being able to do anything about it. And that is where I get the most anxiety and overwhelming overwhelm from. If uh, we are taking steps to correct something, I'm usually pretty cool about it. Um, once it's like, yep, I know there's a problem, but we are, we are fixing it. You know what I mean? Like we are, you know, we're four weeks out from it being, you know, resolved or at least the, our best bet of resolving it is, is going through. So um, for you, if you feel overwhelmed, a lot of times it's, in my opinion, you have things that are, you have open loops, you have loops that you haven't completed. And so it's like you have problems, you have fires that are burning and you don't know how you're going to put them out. And so I think it's like, once you create the plan and you start walking the plan, then usually my anxiety levels go down. And if you're like, but what about this thing? Can I control it? If you can't control it, then like, don't want to take up your mind, you know, your mind space. And that does take discipline. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm just, I think you just, you gain some experience. You only have so much brain, brain with, and it's like, well, I might as well put it on stuff I can control. So, um, that's, that's like, how do you, how do you stop from being, uh, overwhelmed? And then, um, the third one, like, how do you stay focused on your goals? I think it actually kind of, that kind of routes back to the first thing that I was saying, which is like, I really, really, I wish I had something really sexy and like, really like, I just, I just love everyone and I just want to transform lives and I want everyone to lose weight. Like I wish that were actually the thing that motivated me. Um, and that is something that I want to accomplish. And I think that if I were like 
on a stage receiving an award or something, I would probably say that this is, you know, we're really happy to accomplish this, but I'd probably say something like what I'm saying now, which is. Hey guys, love that you're listening to the podcast. If you ever want to have the video version of this, which usually has more effects, more visuals, more graphs, you know, drawn out stuff, sometimes it can help hit the brain centers in different ways. You can check out my YouTube channel, it's absolutely free. Go check that out if that's what you are into, and if not, keep enjoying the show. It didn't come from, it's, it hasn't come from a place of serenity. You know what I mean? It hasn't, like a lot of a lot of the things that have happened have not been like, I just want to save everyone. You know what I mean? Like a lot of it is just really being afraid to fail and being afraid of what people would say and being afraid of, you know, and I'm working on that. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, <laughs> like I'm not immune to it. Like I, I actively realize that that's probably not a good thing. Um, but I'm just being real with you. Like it, it, it's, it's, it's something that's driven me since day one. Um, like I, you know, I, I know there's the entrepreneurial story and some of you may, may, uh, resonate with this, but like, I was a really good student. Like I worked really hard and I got good grades. You know what I mean? I finished college in three years. Like I scored really well on, on the SATs and GMATs and all that stuff. Like I was a good student because I was afraid not to be. And so I know there's the whole like entrepreneurial ADD and I'm ADD as shit, but like, I think that you can overcome anything if you are just, you know, if you have enough motivation and I joke with Layla, I was like, I think that like all the great accomplishments in the world are, are done by people who have a big hole inside of them that they're trying to fill. Um, and I don't, you know, I'm just being real with you. I think that there's, there's a lot of truth to that is that there's, there's like deep seated insecurities in a lot of people who have done a great thing because they're trying to fill a hole. Um, and so anyways, I just wanted to let you know, let you guys know, um, last 24 hours was awesome. Um, mix of emotions. Obviously we launched the book and, you know, tons of copies sold, which was awesome. Um, really excited to, to hear the feedback and, and, and get tagged and stuff. So if you guys, um, if you guys do open it, you know, video yourself opening it and, uh, you know, tag me in it, I'd love to see it. And, you know, let me know what you guys think. Um, spent a lot of time on the book, but there's obviously the roller coaster, which is like our, the, the entire landing page itself got disapproved the moment it went live. You know, it's just like, ah, you know, and so, but it's just like, it's just part of the game, you know? And, uh, we launched a, a campaign that has now, this is now the eighth campaign and each campaign that we launch has probably 50 ads in it. And we've done eight campaigns in a row that have failed. And so like, you know, like what, like what keeps you going? It's just like, I don't know. I don't think we have any other choice. And I think that's, that's when I was, when I was uh, at the gym in the very beginning, it was, I think it was, it was top, it's top three hardest things I've done was opening the gym. Um, just like the first nine months was horrible for me. Um, and I kept thinking to myself and I hope this is politically correct, but I used to think to myself, like an entire race of people, went through slavery for hundreds of years, right? Something that's absolutely horrible and something that like we can barely comprehend, right? And I would think to myself, like, how could they do it? You know what I mean? And there's so many people. So it wasn't like, there's like, it wasn't like there are people who had really high will and really low will. It's like everyone did it, right? And so when I see something where like everyone does something, there's other forces at work. And so the way I perceive that is, it's amazing what you can do when you have no choice. And so I think in some ways, like us as entrepreneurs, or at least for me, like I, I pretend there is no door, there is no exit door for us. Um, and that's what, that's what keeps us in it is like, I have no choice. Like I have to keep going. And so 
like I don't really entertain the thoughts very much uh, because all the every single entrepreneur that I look up to and the more I get close with people who are significantly higher up than we are, um, they tell the same stories. They're like, this sucked. This was really hard. There was two years where I barely slept. You know what I mean? And they're like, and it was just stress. Like it was heavy. I couldn't even breathe. And these are people that have like totally achieved massive amounts, hundreds of millions, billions of dollars. And, and I hear these and they're, they're normal people. You know what I mean? They're not different than you and me. And just the way that they tell the story is like, it's literally just perseverance. Like it's just grit. It's just like, how long can you keep going? And, um, and I think that that's like, it's, it's just like, how bad do you want something? And that's it. And like, when you, when they look at achievement, like, like that's the single deciding factor. It's not intelligence. It's not like, it's not any of these other things. It's just like, how long will you stick with it? Um, and I told you guys that the, the book grit that I was reading, um, effort counts twice in the achievement like category. It's like first you have talent times effort to get a skill and then it's skill times effort to achieve something. And so effort counts twice. And so like, I think like potential means shit. Like who cares what your potential is? Like when I was like, I'm just not living up to my potential. No one is, you know what I mean? And a different way of thinking about this, and this is one that's kind of like trippy to, to like wrap your head around, is that you may see people who you believe are more talented than you, and they might be. But if you think about any human, right, and their potential for how much they can achieve with an inordinate amount of effort, right, it is more than what the talented person can achieve with a medium amount of effort, right? And so, like, the thing is, like, the effort equation of moving back is, like, there's so much, there's so much gap between where you are and what potential is. And the, and the one thing that drives you, it's just so much bigger than people think, you know what I mean? And the one driver is effort, right? And so like, in some way it's incredibly uh, comforting to me because like a skilled, a, a, a talented painter, somebody who picks up the skill, skill quickly still will now outpaint somebody who stays with it for 25 years, not even close, not even by a mile, right? Because effort still means more than everything, right? And everyone's like, well, I want to try and find something that like you're, you're talented for. But the reality is that talent doesn't even really matter because it's longevity. And so it's really about like, I mean, in the beginning you think like, I want to do something I'm passionate about. But the reality is like, I think passion fades. You know what I mean? Passion's just like the spark to get you going. But after that, it's like, what drives you? What drives you when you're three years in? What drives you when you're five years in? Like, I mean, for for me, it's just like, it's like an identity thing. It's like, well, what kind of person am I? Does that make sense? Like, who do I choose to be? What kind of person do I want my kids to think I am? When, like, when shit got hard, did dad stop? You know what I mean? Did dad blame the market? Did dad blame X? Did dad blame Y? Like I think about these stories that I think my kids are going to tell about where we're, what we're doing right now. And I think what story do I want them to tell? And then more importantly, what story do I want to tell myself every day? And so it's like, I'm almost selling myself on who I am as I'm doing it. If that makes any sense to anyone, like, you're like actively creating your identity and the story you're telling while you're walking it. And so it's like, you become the hero of your own story, but you're not that hero yet, but you're becoming them as you walk. So anyways, um, that was just like, I got a bunch of those questions and 
I hope that's my that's my my best shot at. I mean, maybe maybe I'll have another shot six months from now that'll be different. But that's that's kind of the best shot that I've got for like what keeps me motivated. Like, how do I stop from being overwhelmed? How do I stay focused on the goals? Like, you just you just keep going, and uh, it's like what kind of person you want to be. So, anyways, lots of love, everybody. Hope you have an amazing amazing day, um, and you crush your goals. And uh, I am recording the audiobook all day. Lots of fun, um, and uh, probably <laughs> those of you who, uh, when, as soon as it gets released, like I guarantee you, like chapter twenty-five, I'd be like, "Hello, this is Alex." <laughs> Sound like Batman at the end of it. Uh, but anyways, guys, have an amazing day, and I will catch you guys soon. Bye.